Welcome, guys, to another episode of the Forgotten Outdoors podcast. Excited to be here tonight. Excited for the things we're talking about. Uh, we're kind of going to go into what we we just had a meeting before this. We were planning out our hunting season coming up. Um, some of the things that we're going to try to accomplish this year. Some of the changes that we are going to enforce that we didn't last year. Um, <laughs> one of the biggest things, I guess directional wise that we're going to try for this ne- next hunting season um, is we're going to try to block out designated times hunting trips instead of this let's go on a weekend here let's go on a weekend there that's kind of what we were talking about yeah so last year um, me and Ben we kind of had a we basically basically what we did is anytime we got a free moment whether that be a half day on a Saturday or a full day on a Saturday, whatever it was. It was basically us just trying to negotiate times with our, our wives to try to get out and go hunt. Um, and what made, what made that hard or and kind of what I think we realized more is that for us, that's just relying on being right place, right time. It's just kind of luck. Yeah. Um, because we really didn't dedicate a full, even like full weekends. It was usually just a day or a half day where we would sneak out and see what we could see. And so, yeah, this year we've, we've kind of, we kind of met with our spouses, um, made some plans and we kind of figured the best plan of action is just to plan a couple trips that are going to be three or four days. And then we hunt hard for those, those days. And then beyond that, it will be just kind of like, Oh, if we don't have anything going on this Saturday, then maybe I'll sneak out. But um, for the most part, yeah, we're just gonna stick it to those trips. Yeah, and it was it was hard last year because we would we would get close and we'd start getting into elk, and then the weekend would be over and we go home. You yep. know, like right when things started to kind of pick up, uh, it was over. So we're trying to avoid that this year. Also, that negotiation with our spouses yeah. was hard. Trying to balance that with work, feeling guilty when we were slipping away. You know, leaving leaving the wives with all the kids was was kind of tricky last year so yeah we we planned out some trips for this upcoming year the first one is we're doing a big bear hunt a spring bear hunt where in april we we blocked out four days i mean we'll head out the night before so like four and a half days and we're just going to camp up there we're going to hunt some bears we have a couple different plans in mind there's two units that are really close to each other one you can bait in the other one you can't we're going to throw bait in the one that you can bait in with a camera and see what's going on. We're going to throw some cameras up in the unit that you can't bait in, uh, that we do know there are bears there. We're going to kind of see what it produces and we're going to, we're going to give it a good shot. Yeah. And I mean, you can even see behind us, like we've both shot a bear, a black bear. Yeah. Um, neither one of them were, were giant by any means. Mine was smaller. I'm just going to get that out of the way before Ben does. Um, but yeah, so, so we're kind of excited. We've, we've only ever, both of us have only ever shot the one bear. And so we're kind of excited to maybe get out and, and give it a real chance again this year to see what we can produce that way. Yeah. Yeah. Super excited for that bear hunt coming up. And yeah, the season here opens up like April 15th and it goes through, I think it's June 15th. Yeah. I think, I think so. Sometime in June. Uh, anyway, yeah. So in April, there's going to be a lot of snow still. We're going to do like our scouting, I guess you could call it, where we're going to be setting up some cameras, a little bit of bait, see see what's moving. And then in May, a little bit before Memorial Day, we're going to go out and give it our best effort. And, and we're doing the same thing with elk this year 
uh, where we're not going to try to do these weekends here, weekends there. We've blocked out the same kind of amount of time. We're going to leave on a Wednesday night and come back Sunday night and just give it our best effort in, in the peak time where we were seeing elk moving around and bugling last year, kind of that middle of September, later part of September is when we're going to go out and try to try to get something done. Yeah, and I think uh, part of the motivation for us doing that this year, um, obviously last year we didn't have the success we wanted, but also the motivation is um, we just, if you can get into some deeper country, there's going to be less people hunting it. And yeah. so by blocking out the the multiple days we don't have to just go to the easy access spots yeah. that everyone goes to um we can you know spend a day here just hiking deep see what we see and then maybe it gives us a good starting point for the next day so i think that's kind of our motivations we want to be able to do a, a deeper backcountry hunt and hopefully get to some territory that not as many people are touching yeah and a tactic that we're going to kind of be using is that nomadic type of hunting where we hike in, we get into some animals, and it get gets dark, and we set up camp there, yeah. and we we sleep on the top of the ridge where we heard elk bugling, you know, that night before is going to be our approach, and just get into some really deep country. Super excited for yeah. this upcoming hunting season. Uh, we talked about possibly doing it for some a late deer hunt as well. Thomas usually goes with his family. That might be what's happening. We'll just we'll just kind of play that one by ear. Yeah, the deer the deer will kind of be a come as it goes you know like yeah. as it as it shows up then we'll make plans um i guess we just want to put in a little plug uh now about regs mm. um mm. that's uh one thing that we've we've spent some time kind of figuring out is um studying the idaho regulations on the seasons and what type of hunts are going on and uh obviously those those dates and those types of hunts are going to change depending on what state you're in so um, these pamphlets are free at basically any outdoor store that that you regularly regularly shop at. Yeah. Um, we would just, I guess, as always, we encourage to stay legal and uh, pick pick them up at the store, or um, you can go online and find them there. Yeah, yeah. Online, these are just a couple of the books. They have four or five of them for big game, birds, fishing. Um, yeah, leave them on your toilet. It's good bathroom. <laughs> yeah. Just keep, keep up on, on what's going on. So yeah, just, I guess talking in general about planning upcoming seasons, we're, we're going to try to block off more, more time. We're going to get into some deeper country, hopefully have a little bit more success this year with that approach. Uh, but there's, there's also, if you you guys aren't familiar with how the tag systems are set up, there's over the counter tags, which is what we're going to get. It's yep. just, they you can just go and and buy them and then there's controlled tags as well where in idaho um there's a draw system you you pay a certain amount of money for a tag and they're only giving out a certain amount and so it's kind of a draw your name out of a hat type of thing and it's for certain areas at a certain time of year usually they're a little bit better hunts but we we have really high hopes for this year we have some plans in place so we're just going to go ahead and go with our over-the-counter tags but this is the time of year where a lot of people are planning those control tags where they're looking at what 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 hunt would i really love to do and there's certain deadlines in the springtime there's there's like right now i think what's going on as far as that is you can put in for some certain spring bear hunts um ours is an over-the-counter tag so we don't right. have to worry about that but something to be 
to be knowledgeable about is when those deadlines are. You don't want to miss it and miss your shot of putting in for something. Like like Moose, I put in for Moose a lot of the time. I uh, haven't drawn it, but that is going to be something that you're going to put in for uh, in the in the spring months. Well, and, and even my, my elk hunt was a draw tag. Yeah, yeah, that's true. And yeah. I think that – so that one was kind of cool because that one was like a – there was only 75 tags for that unit at that time. And so that one, when I drew it, that's why that's why I spent so much time hunting it is because I knew chances of getting that tag again were pretty slim. And so that's something that I guess is cool about the draw tags is if you know that you really want to hunt a specific animal um, at, at a specific time, then, then it gives you that option. And then if you draw it, then you just got to work for it. But, yeah, the, those ones are fun. And, yeah, if, if you're wanting to get in on them, now's a good time. Yeah, and there's certain animals that – it's required to to do that you know there there are animals in idaho that they aren't there aren't over the counter tags moose being one of them bighorn sheep mountain goat those type of animals you have to put in for you can't buy an over the counter tag and they're a once in a lifetime they're, they're called the lifetime hunts where yeah once you once you harvest one of those animals that's it for you uh, so yeah, that, that's fun. There's there's controlled hunts for deer and elk and antelope, and then there's the over the counter. But we're going over the counter route this year, and we are so excited <laughs> after after last year and some of the frustration and yeah, all the all the trail cam pictures that we had of really really big elk that we couldn't hunt because it was in a different area. So <laughs> we're really excited. Yeah, we've corrected good. that. Yeah, yeah. Hopefully. Um, so I guess we just we also wanted to kind of get into. I mean. As we talk about with our um, business for Grand Outdoors, we want to build confidence in the outdoors. So um, a question that we got this week was, how do I get into hunting? Which is a question I'm sure a lot of people who hunt get from friends and family that maybe don't hunt. And so we kind of wanted to address that a little bit on today's episode, talking about, um, you know, if you're brand new to hunting, obviously we're covering some of the basics right now, just talking about tags, talking about the type of hunts that are available, things like that. But um, Idaho specifically, and I don't know if this is for every state, but Idaho specifically, they offer a really cool passport system where they allow someone who's never hunted before, um, they allow them the opportunity to come and basically have a trial year of trying to hunt um, without having to go through hunter's education, without having to um, have um, an actual hunting license. So um, we kind of wanted to just touch on that today, um, explain what we understand from it from uh, Idaho Fishing Game website. Um, that way, if there are people who are listening who have maybe thought about hunting but have never um, actually done it, then this is a good option for you. Yeah, this is crazy cool. I, I didn't even know about this until today. <laughs> we, were, we were talking about it, and Thomas is like, well, there's the, the passport program. You don't even have to do Hunter's Ed. Yeah. And I'm like, what? Like, yeah, like no way. There's there's no way. But yeah, so we we looked it up, we talked about it and super cool program if if you're not wanting to make the commitment to go to Hunter's Ed and pay the fees and all of that, if you're just like I don't know if it's going to be my cup of tea, but I'm going to give it a shot. This is the program that you're going to want to do. So, yeah, Thomas has it pulled up. We'll kind of hit some of the bullet points and and educate you guys about what the passport program is if you don't know about it cuz it's super cool. Yeah. So, um, the hunting passport, um, 
I'm not going to read all the bullet points. I'll try to summarize it the best I can. But it does say it's it's a one-time thing. So for a first-time hunter, you have to be at least eight years old. Um, and it, there is no age limit as far as um, being too old to start in this program. Um, you have to be accompanied by a, a licensed hunter who is um, 18 or older. Yeah, they call it a mentor. Yes, a mentor. In this, yeah. Yeah, so they have a mentor and a mentor. Or a mentor um, would be someone that has to be 18 or older, and they must possess a valid Idaho hunting license, um, and they cannot accompany more than two mentored hunters at one time. So um, that's, I mean, I think it's a really cool option. I I didn't know about this until maybe a couple years ago, um, but I recently had a coworker who asked me about it, and so I brought it up to him. I was like, this is a great option because... You don't have to go through hunter's education because you might try this and hate it. Yeah. And then yeah. what's the point of of spending all this money to do the hunter's education, to get the licenses, get the tags, everything like that. Um, the cost on the passport is $1.75, and basically that replaces your um, hunter's license or hunting license. Um, however, it does say that you need to buy the specific tags that you're after. Yeah. And, and something Thomas said, first-time hunter – and that isn't just for first time hunting in Idaho. So if you're an out of stater yeah. and mm-hmm. you you've gone through hunter's education, hunted before there, this doesn't apply. It is you can be an out of stater, but you can't have you can't have hunted before. This is literally your first time hunting, haven't done any education programs, um, and that's who this applies to, to be a mentor mentored hunter. Yeah, and and it does touch on. It touches on that just by uh, pointing out if you've ever held a hunting license, doesn't matter which state, yeah. then this won't work for you. Yeah. Um, so yeah, this is a really cool option. I, If you're wanting to look into it a little bit more, um, you can just Google search hunting passport Idaho, um, and then it will pull up the, like the one of the first option, options should be for IdahoFishingGame.com or I guess .gov. Yeah, and I, I think another cool way to look at this for some of our other listeners who are hunters, who have hunting licenses, might have hunted mm. for a long time, this is a cool opportunity, too, to get some of your friends out hunting with you. I, I know a lot of friends that we have that move away somewhere, they're still into hunting, but they don't have any hunting buddies. Yeah. And they're like, I just want to find somebody to go with. They might have coworkers or friends or family. And it's it, it might be hard to convince them to go through a course and and have them go through the hunter's education and pay the fees to do all that. This is an awesome opportunity to be like, hey, just get your hunting passport. Just try it out with me. Tag along this year. It's a buck 75. Yeah, I know. <laughs> you don't have to go to any classes. And they might fall in love with it. And you might have a, a lifelong hunting buddy yeah. um, in the or, area that you're at. Or if you, for this, if you have kids, eight years old or older, yeah. um, if you, you know, if you're wanting to kind of test the water on if they're going to be into hunting with you, then this is also a really cool option to to get your young kids out and get them trying something new and uh, you know like and and building their confidence in in hunting and this is a great way to start it. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. And m- moving past that, I guess the next step that some people, a lot of people, probably just jump into, um, or if you did this one year and you you want to continue, it's take hunter's ed. Yeah, hunter's education sure. is required in every state, I believe. That I know of. It should be. It should be. Yeah, I, I think that it is. And th- there's a lot of really good information. It's kind of a pain sometimes. 
I went through hunter's education in my older years. I wasn't, you know, a 10 year old kid. And so it was embarrassing for me to, to go through hunter's education with a bunch of little kids. Um, but there, there is a lot of good information there and the, the instructors there are very knowledgeable and we'll be able to ask, answer a lot of the questions that you're going to have. Uh, not, not just about hunting tactics per se, but about the legalities of it. Where do I get tags? When, when can I go and buy my tags? Questions like that that might seem obvious to, to people who have done it a time or two. But yeah, if you're getting into it, yeah, hunter's education, it's one required unless you're doing yeah. a passport program. Mm-hmm. But it is also very, very informative, very educational. And yeah. It helps you give you the knowledge to be successful um, and legal (laughs) in your hunting endeavors. Yeah. So, and and the cool thing is like what Ben mentioned is he took an actual physical class with young kids, but I think, and I don't know if this is forever, but for sure with COVID going on, um, I think that they now offer it online, all online. And so I think that you can do your hunter's education all online. You don't even have to go to a class with a bunch of 10-year-olds. I do believe that there is like a field day where you need to go and prove that you have knowledge of gun safety, um, how to handle a gun, how to shoot a gun. Um, But I think other than that, it's all online. So so that is a a really good option Um, that is available online. Yeah. Yeah, there's a million resources out there if you... If you're wanting to get into hunting, if you're wanting to get into fishing, uh, there's there's free fishing days. I know yeah. here in Idaho where it's kind of a similar thing where if you don't have a hunting or a fishing license, you are able to go out and tag along with somebody and, and go fish. I know that kids under, what is it? I, oh, I, I like, don't know the age. I, sh- I shouldn't yeah. dig into this. But, but yeah, yeah, younger kids, they don't have to have a fishing license. They can just tag along with somebody that is a license holder. So there's cool things like that. I think that the Idaho fishing game does a good job of trying to get people into the outdoors as well. They're not. It's not this exclusive club that people are like, "Oh, we don't want anyone else," you know, in in this this hunter and, and fisher outdoorsman club. They're they're very generous with the knowledge. They they're setting up programs like this where it's a dollar seventy five for a passport, and you don't even have to take any courses they're, they're wanting people to get into the outdoors more uh and so yeah it's super cool there's there's programs out there if you guys haven't gotten into hunting or fishing don't feel excluded yeah that people are going to roll their eyes at you trying to get into the sport it's not it's not like that that's why that's why we're doing this this podcast and and our company is yep. to help people take those first steps because everyone's welcome and and we are passionate about it we love it i know so many of other other of our friends and and colleagues are passionate about this and with that passion we want to share that with others for sure yeah and i just looked this up um it does say to fish in idaho any person 14 years of age or older must have a valid fishing license Mm -hmm. so that's like it's crazy if you've got a 13 year old in your house they don't even need a fishing license they can just tag along with you and then go fishing which is awesome which is a lot of fun yeah yeah i don't know just Thoughts are going through my head now about more more than just the outdoor. Well, I don't know. This is an outdoor podcast and an outdoor company, but more than just hunting and fishing, there sure. there are so many resources. You know what? Out, outside of outdoors, that, this is where we're going. Let's yeah. see if I can string these thoughts together in my head. <laughs> 
more more than more than just the outdoors anything in life really there's so many resources nowadays to <laughs> that are that are free that are accessible for for us to partake of and 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 dig into it just takes a little bit of effort on our part to to seek it out yeah. not often is something just thrown into our lap not often is something forced upon us and all of a sudden it becomes a hobby usually we have to seek these things out but with minimal effort there is a plethora of information out there and so if you guys have questions about something i know that i do this and i know you do too thomas when when we have questions about something and we're like oh that sounds really fun never tried it before we we jump into it we we research it and there's yeah there's no lacking of information out there so if if you guys are having ideas about some kind of endeavor that you're trying to I don't know, take on, especially in the outdoors. We're, we're here to answer questions as always, but outside of this, even there's, there's so many resources, YouTube, <laughs> YouTube, for Google one. university. <laughs> and I think, uh, something that we're, we're, or a direction that we're taking with our podcast, we are trying to now bring on people who are interested in other things besides just hunting and fishing. Like we are, cause I mean, that is our passion. Um, doesn't mean that's the only thing we do in the outdoors, but, um, for us, those are kind of the main talking points. Those are the main things we're trying to build others' confidence in. Um, but like next week, we have our first guest coming onto the podcast, and we're going to be talking about um, for sure mountain biking, but maybe yeah. some of the other activities that he does. And so, uh, you know, it's something that we're excited about. We're excited to start maybe sharing um, information and knowledge in other um, hobbies, so that yeah. it's not just not just hunting and fishing, but you know, other people who might not be interested in hunting that might be interested in mountain biking can can gain um, the confidence and the information from our podcast. Yeah, super, super excited for next week, guys, and getting our first guest. This is something that we've been talking about since day one of our podcast, really. When yeah. I, we, we went over to Thomas's parents' house one night, and in their backyard, we, we were having a little bonfire. And this was when Thomas was running Forgotten Out forgotten outfitters yes. is what it used to be called and it was just kind of a social media presence it wasn't uh, an official company and i think it was before we even talked about forming an actual company thomas is like what do you think about doing a podcast yeah and i'm like oh, that sounds pretty fun he's like yeah even if it's just us telling hunting stories for posterity's sake like, yeah that'd be super cool and in that conversation when we were talking about how fun it would be to do a podcast and what it would take and how we would even have the time and uh, the resources to do a podcast, we talked about bringing guests on yep. and how exciting that would be. Because, I don't know, I feel like we have a lot to talk about. We're, we're long-winded sometimes, <laughs> and, and we have a lot of you know experiences and passions. But bringing on these other people with such different perspectives, oh, we're, I'm so excited. I think it's going to round out these episodes so much more. I think we're going to get into so many deeper conversations than than just the hunting information that we that we usually share. And we try to round it out. We try yeah. to have a, a variety of conversations. We try to make it not just enjoyable to listen to, but also informative. That's really what but what we're trying to do is inform and help and teach um, and, and build that confidence, like we say. But yeah, having these guests on, our guest next week to set the stage for him is one of our good friends growing up and yeah he he's tagged along with us 
on one fishing trip and one hunting trip. Yeah. I think, and I'm sure we'll get into this next week, but yeah, his, his involvement in the outdoors is, is pretty different than what we, we do in the outdoors, you know, with the mountain biking and he does some snow machining as well and some other hobbies. And so I'm really excited to get his insight, um, on, on the outdoors and just on life in general. I think it's going to be a really good time. And we have another, we have a list of people that we're going to be getting on yeah. here as well, talking about everything, everything that you can think of that might not really seem like it applies to the outdoors, but we're excited to have them on because they're, they're interesting people. Yep. Yeah. So we're, we're super excited. And I feel like, um, you know, I, I could just say ditto to everything that Ben said, but we are, we are excited. Um, we feel like this will be kind of a, a good point in the podcast where we're now going to branch out. And we're still going to be covering hunting topics. We're still going to be covering fishing topics. We're still going to be covering any of the questions that um, our listeners and viewers ask. Um, But this will be something that where we can get new perspective, even on some of, even on hunting, even on fishing, just getting somebody else who's more of an expert in a certain aspect um, will be really fun for the podcast. So as always, please give us your feedback, ask us your questions. Um, We love answering these questions on our podcast. It gives us, um, something to research on our end, something to learn more about on our end that we can then turn around and and share back with our listeners and viewers. So um, give us your feedback and be sure to leave comments, questions, anything. Yeah. Again, thanks for listening, guys. We love this. We're having a super good time. Yep. Hope you guys are too. Hit us up with any questions or feedback. Tune in next week, guys. We are going to be dropping uh, this episode and then we are going to have Landon, Landon Cleverly on the Coming episode on. with us. And we couldn't be more excited. So as always, guys, stay safe out there. Have a good time. And thanks for listening. <laughs> See ya.